Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Chat of the Wild is a part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. To find out more information, as well as other great shows, go to greenlitpodcast.com. Welcome, everybody, to Chat of the Wild. In this season, we are playing through The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. In our last episode, we kick-flipped our way up to the Arbiter's <laughs> grounds and discovered a broken mirror. After we after we figured out what we needed from that, we went on a snowboarding 1080 adventure, met a Yeti friend, and now we're just going to go to his house. Yeah. I love the Yeti friend. His sweet mansion. Yeah. Right? Yeah, big old manor. So this thing, this place is weird because it's like, as we go through it, it's like, it, it felt more. It felt more like barracks. It's a, than it did like a house. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Um, it's strange, but again, going with the whole theme of like, they don't really even talk about like, in a lot of Zelda stuff, they'll they'll mention, oh, the past. This was this thing here, and all of that. They don't really talk about that in Twilight Princess. They're just sort of like, yeah, we just live in ruins, <laughs> just our lives, right. <laughs> They're yetis, though. Like, what are you going to do? Like, but everyone made, does that. Not we were true. made by sky chickens, and we're just here. What? What? We do not speak of the sky chickens. <laughs> <laughs> Castletown is at ruins. They're living the life of luxury up in Castletown. Yeah, there's not just some yeti squatters there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they never get to rest. They're just always running. No, they're yeah, not. If you go there at night, caught. they're not there. They're running somewhere else. They're running to the yeah. other ruins. It's the hustle and bustle <laughs> of city life. I told you, this game's got this whole capitalism ang- angle in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so did everyone just go to the Snow Peak, or did we explore it all since we have our... So you can't really... As, as cool as the top spinner thing is, we don't really, like get access to new things like there aren't even like uh, there isn't even like a new mini game that gets unlocked you can really just go get some hard pieces we're almost out of stuff to do i mean i was standing kind of are inside the 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 snow peak manor or whatever it was called before it became ruins when i started up and i was like i'm not gonna leave because then i have to snowboard again and i'm just gonna stay here and do this i explored after I beat the dungeon, sure. but nothing. So important. okay, well let's go ahead and just jump into it then. Uh, yeah. Snow Peak Ruins. We get into there, and um, it is it is this giant immaculate house. I mean, it looks like a mansion. It's only when you get deeper in that we start to see some some weird things of like there's weapons and armor in certain rooms. Uh, but in this one, I felt like it was the most obvious of how straightforward it was because we get into there and we meet Yeti's wife. Um, and she basically just says like, 
she, somehow she has control over the doors, even though she's just sitting there. She doesn't even have arms, so I don't even know, like, what she can actually do, let alone actually, like, control all the doors with her mind or whatever. <laughs> it's because she's sick. she's just, she's cocooned in her little blanket egg thing. Mm-hmm. She's all wrapped up. <laughs> it's cold. They're living in the ruins. She needs to keep warm. Her well, she's not going to bring her arms out. Right. And she have like a remote underneath all that. Then? <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's like, a, like controlling the doors. It's, it's yeah. like a brain tumor from that what phenomenon that John Travolta movie. She's just she's dying and she can control doors now. Please yes. never mention that movie again. <laughs> <laughs> just please never mention phenomenon again. I saw of all once the things on a, that you have bus. <laughs> of all the things you've scarred this podcast with, this was the weirdest one so far. It he can spin it... sunglasses or a pen with his mind, man. Uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, before we get into it, like, I I don't like this dungeon. Like, I I don't like it. I I feel like, um, it misuses the map. Uh, you you can't really read the map to figure out where you need to go mm. outside of the obvious red flags that get planted on there, and you're literally told go here. Oh wait, no. Go here. Oh wait, no. Go here. Oh wait, no. Here. And then it's it. And it's like, that is the form of the dungeon. Mm -hmm. There's not really, um, you're not encouraged to necessarily explore. It's just go to this direction and everything, everything is like walled off to you. And even the areas that get opened up, there's nothing in them after they get opened up. That's, that's my issue. I think it's the first half of every other dungeon is. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. (laughs) Exactly. But it's, that's the whole dungeon. Uh, No. But but yeah, <laughs> I, I like the idea of it just being somebody's house and you're just trying to find a thing like I like the theming of it. Like I like when we meet the Yeti and the whole thing that he does, which we'll we'll get into that. I like that. But just looking at it overhead as a dungeon. I don't like it. Hey. Welcome to my world. <laughs> I like that I had a different feel than all the other dungeons. I mean, it, yes, it was very straightforward, but I liked the look of the manor. I liked that, you know, I liked the ice. I liked the cozy feel of it. I liked the music. Um, I don't know. I just, I felt like it was a very easy dungeon. I, I feel like at this at this point in the game, the dungeons should be more challenging, right? They shouldn't be easier, mm-hmm. and I feel like this is one of the easier ones. But I don't know. I still, I still enjoyed. It. I think I enjoyed it because I liked the fact, like BC said, it was a house. You know, I, I like the idea of going through someone's place, and then I was really curious, like what. Who used to live here? And now you've got like these, these little, you know, lovely little yetis hanging out in here. And, and I'm like, and which one of you am I fighting? Cause I like legit <laughs> forgot. And I, but that was my immediate thought. I'm like, I forget who am I fighting? It's one of well, you two. One of them is sick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right off the bat, we find out. And that's why he, that's why, uh, the, the big man went to get the, uh, the stank fish. Mm-hmm. Was yes. because he's using it to make a, a fish soup for her. Yes, to make her feel better. 
Mm-hmm. And again, it, it, it redeemed itself in a way that I didn't like hate this. I didn't necessarily like, hate this dungeon because when we would get the thing and we'd take it back to the Yeti, it was comical and I liked it. And like, there's something about the fact that it was like upgrading his soup yeah. as you're going on. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I like that. That like, That's that's nice. I like how he, he finds out that you have food on you. <laughs> Is like it where did you in the chest? Yeah, just just knocks you over and, and you <laughs> drop know, it. I know it's hilarious. That was great. He like beats you with his stomach or his butt or something. Boom. I don't know that big <laughs> padonkadonk he's got in the back. <laughs> he does. Have I a tail. also, I, I came to the realization. You know, people in the past, it's been a stereotype, or it's been, it's been like the cliche thing to be like water dungeon in Zelda. For me, it's ice dungeon in Zelda. You hate it's apparently ice. the thing I hate. You hate oh, block really? puzzles. You hate. Block I hate puzzles. block puzzles. I hate when freezing things will touch you and freeze you in place. And you have oh. things like ice walls that if you get too close to them, they will freeze you. You have the ice keys that will freeze you. I hate that. I hate it so much. Um, I like. I sliding do like on the ice. I thought that was fun. Sliding I don't. On it. I don't. You also have to worry about the depth of the snow Uh, that if you're like having to walk around you have to like keep an eye on like which snow you can walk on without it sinking down right i just i just was annoyed by all these different mechanics of it but i still was like i'm doing it for the yetis man doing it for the yetis (laughs) i'd much rather have ice than water any any day of the week give me that ice baby give me the ice with the water People just like the, uh, I don't want to get it. We're not <laughs> having a water dungeon Zelda like discussion water. again. <laughs> Jess doesn't like being in water. Nope. Just don't don't look behind you, but there's a mirror and you're eighty percent water or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> there's a water. <laughs> there's a water sneaking up on you right now. <laughs> I drink lots I, of BC, water. BC, I thought you were gonna say something, but I, I was just gonna say, um, I. I'm not a huge fan of like the the sliding ice puzzles, but these ones I feel like they weren't that bad. Um, the thing I thought I didn't like is when you're in those first two courtyard sections and you have to like dig up, um, you have to dig up the mm-hmm. the chests to get um, to get keys. Mm-hmm. One of the chests I kept digging, and I was I, I, I dug and I was like, oh, I guess there's nothing here. And mm-hmm. it, I think I just had to dig multiple times. And yes. yes. I don't know if we've had to do that before in the game. No. No. And this, literally, that, th- on the other side, there was a chest where I think you just had to dig once. So yes, that was there was that was uh, you don't know that that's there until the room it leads you to a dead end and it's where you pick up the compass. And I was like, okay, we're gonna get the compass. That's cool. And I got I got distracted by the red dots on the map, which were the placement of the cannonballs. And I was like, okay, cannonballs are here now. That's cool. Mm. I wasn't looking at the fact that there was a treasure chest in the courtyard under snow. And I got stuck for like a half an hour being like, what am I supposed to do? And then I dug it up and that wasn't enough. And then I had to dig it up again. But yeah, it, they were, they wanted you to look at your compass and, and be like, now I see where all of the treasure chests are. Mm. Um, I thought there was something we were supposed to do in that compass room and so not just I. turn around and leave. I went back to it at I, I went back to it one other time mm-hmm. because there's a part in like the second half where I'm like, how do I get up to the next level on here? Mm-hmm. Like, where am I supposed to go to get into there? And it turns out that 
I need, I think it was like I needed to dig up a key or I was missing a key somewhere and I had to work my way back around some other thing. I just, I didn't like the design of this dungeon. Like it just didn't feel maybe. Yeah. I was getting used to the, the narrow straightforwardness of the previous dungeons that I get to one place and I'm just sort of like, okay, where am I even supposed to go now? There's no signage here that really tells me. <laughs> um, I remember the first time playing through this, the cannonball stuff confused the crap yes. out of me. Where you, So you get, the way they do it is they want you to move these heavy cannonballs from different rooms, but you can't just carry a ball through a door because that would, I don't know. I don't know why they make us do this. I don't but, know why it, you couldn't just carry it through the door. You could in the Wind Waker. During the uh, Tower of the Gods, you could bring a thing, that, a heavy thing that you needed to put on a magic switch through a door. I remember making a point of like, hey, there's object permanence in this, as long as it's not a weapon. I think, Jeremy, you're like, except for weapons. And I was like, yeah, that's a good, yeah, point, good, yeah. good point. But yeah. I, I attribute that more to balancing, I guess, uh, for that. But like, it's so strange that they have this device that is made just to transfer a single cannonball to different yeah. rooms. That's always been weird. I, I did get lost in here the first time I played this for a long time. Hmm. Did you uh, get lost also, this time? Uh, did, like, except for that compass section? No, not really. Yeah, I didn't. It was just that last part, like, I had, I want to say I even had, there was one key that I had left to get. I could see the one treasure chest left, and I was like, I don't know how to get up to that area. Oh, this is what it was. There's a part that you get up to the second area and you have to fight the 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 tall ice dudes that throw the spears. Mm-hmm. I hate which them. those things were annoying. I hate them. Um They're and, my least favorite. They're, it's why I give up on the cave of ordeals, is because of those guys. But there's there's an area that you're supposed to hook shot over this like broken spot. And I'm like, how do I get over this? Am I supposed to get Midna to help me jump over it? And I couldn't figure it out. And I just like randomly moved my camera. And I'm like, Oh, there's a claw shot anchor. Like, Mm -hmm. okay. I just missed that one thing there. Like I did. Why is it like that? They could have just lowered it. They're, it could have done something that you just smashed through. There could have been so many other ways to do that. It just didn't make sense there. At that point, I, I couldn't see the, the claw shot spot and so i went down to the bottom and i was like well i have the i have the item now so maybe i can like open up something or go somewhere and it's like no i just ended up walking all the way around and i'm like okay supposed to claw shot didn't see it mm-hmm. if it's that same uh it, compass room the second floor has a thing of ice on the wall, and when you hit that, no, it's not. It's okay, not. it's not that one. Okay, no, it's not that one. Because that that also say. had a a claw shot thing underneath it. Uh, under so BC, ice. you men- you mentioned the item of this one. Uh, the the mini boss of this one. I don't know. Was I doing something wrong? Here? I'm. I don't. I don't. I think so, I was also in in dire straits in this one. So I I literally I was sitting there and I had. I was upset because I had to use my rare chew jelly because that was the only healing mm-hmm. item I had on mm-hmm. me. Like I accidentally used my soup and then I just had the rare chew jelly and then I still died. Mm-hmm. And then I, I like re-souped up, went all the way back there and killed him in like two rotations. I was so upset yeah. with myself. I was trying to figure out the secret and there, 
mm-hmm. isn't really. There's a bunch of claw shot anchors on the ceiling. Yeah. But by the time I steadied my hand with my Wiimote and and got over to him, like his vulnerable state was done. So I was like, I I guess I should just run to him and and not try and be clever about this at all. Yeah, I I had it numerous times. So my uh, what I thought you needed to do is you needed to wait till he was close enough, hook shot over him, and then get him like in the back. But really, you had to wait for him to actually like throw his ball and chain right this before is, this you could like, actually get behind him. What this guy is, he's one of the uh, like one of the annoying bad guys from A Link to the Past, where they uh, where they had the big swinging ball and chain over their head. Yes. He he is called a dark hammer. A dark yeah, hammer in this one. Because, is. you know, because he wields a hammer, obviously. It's a uh-huh. big old d- dark, mm-hmm. heavy ball dark hammer. Right. Um, well, do, do, well, do dark nuts wield nuts? No, but again, it's just these names just don't make any sense. That's <laughs> uh, no. fine. No, the, um, the names in this game are ridiculous. Sometimes they're really cool, but this one is just like, why did, dark hammer? Okay. Yeah. I don't know, man. And this you had one... to specifically hit his tail, and it was mm-hmm. is so easy to just slash and hit anything, any part mm-hmm. of his armor, but his tail. Right. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're pressing a direction, because then you'll do like an overhead chop instead of like a horizontal chop or something. I kept trying to do jabs. I'm always trying to jab in this game. Mm. Yes, me Press too. forward and chop. I tried to bomb arrow him at first, and that didn't work. And and then I noticed then I died and then I then I went back and I noticed the hook shots in the ceiling. I was like, okay, so I'll use that and like clearly I need to go behind him and do something. So I went behind him and then like, and I you know locked on him, but it locked on his body and not on his tail. And then I died again. Yep. Yep. And yep. I was like, I tried to I tried to hook shot his his mask off because he looked. Kind of like those little dino creatures, yes! and the face mask mm-hmm. looked a little bit like that. I was like, maybe that's what it. No, no, that's not it. I was like, what am I missing? And i I don't usually I don't usually um, Google, but I was out of health potions, and I was like, I am not going to the beginning. And I'm like, I remember being annoyed by these before. And I'm like, I don't remember. I don't know how to beat him. I don't. I feel like I'm not. I feel like he's going to be my Lionel. And I'm not going to be able to defeat him. <laughs> <laughs> this and, one, you can't sneak around him. Right. And so uh, I, did go- I did Google it. And they said, you know, his tail. And I'm like, oh, MF. Like, that made me mad. And so then mm-hmm. I like, and then I didn't even have to use my hook shot. I just like rolled around him. Yeah. Like when he just like, when he swings, like. Oh yeah! Sometimes just... even when you use your hook shot, you can get hit by the ball. Oh yeah, which was the most annoying thing. I figured like yes. that's what they wanted you to do because uh-huh. that would like make you invulnerable to go through there. No, no you got to time it still just right if he gets too close to you right. to like go in between the ball swings. And yes. it's like nah, just I it I tried it once. You to it didn't be smart. work, and I was like, that's out. That's no okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, we kill him. We get, and this one's, this is another interesting way they do that where instead of just saying, like, here's the treasure chest, you open the treasure chest, it's just laying there on the ground. I know. And you can pick up his ball and chain, which 
is an underused item in this game. I think that they could have been done so much cooler stuff with it. All it really does is break ice. Mm -hmm. That's really all we're ever going to use it for. I really enjoy well, killing enemies with it. <laughs> it mm -hmm. is magical. It's mad. Uh, it, 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 it can be satisfying. It's but... also a shield too. Yes. When when those guys are throwing like ice spears at you, if you just kind of walk around like pregnant meatwad with the spiders in them, like from that episode, <laughs> it 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 just like it blocks everything. The deep cuts, I, Brian. The deep yeah, cuts. They keep coming, man. I, uh, I at least love I'm in like this, this millennia now. I love this weapon in Hyrule Warriors, the first one. It's actually like one of my favorite weapons to use on there. Oh, really? Because, yeah, because like you said, how satisfying it is to kill an enemy with that. You're playing a Dynasty Warriors game with just that weapon. Like you are <laughs> smashing around, swinging like crazy. Ooh, and then even like the special satisfying. move looks like you slam it into the ground and literally flip the world upside down. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's really cool. But in this game... We're going to see really all it can do in the rest of this dungeon. Yes, <laughs> After sorry. this, all it really does is smash a couple other ice walls. This is our second ball. What you're saying is Alundra uses their ball and chain more than this game does. No, I'm not saying that <laughs> at all. Um, I, don't put I that word in my mouth. enjoyed the rest of this dungeon with this item because we're, we're now we're starting to break walls down. It opens up everything. Uh, like all the walls that were previously keeping like keeping us out of things, I started crisscrossing mm -hmm. around the mansion, looking for stuff. Uh, it's still a little linear afterward, but we're still returning to old rooms with a thing that does new stuff in those rooms from time to time. Mm -hmm. And I was having fun with that. Just just that I needed that breath of fresh air. <laughs> so. That was fine with me, and and I like I was like I'm gonna gush about this dungeon on the podcast, and nah, I'm not gonna gush about it, but but <laughs> I had fun. I I enjoyed I enjoyed after the ball and chain. I I kind of liked the part before too, but I enjoyed the act of of opening up the rest of the mansion and just going wherever I really wanted to go and and find stuff. I'm not a fan of this item. It's oh. not the worst item we've got, no. but it. it's. After, oh, that's the, the, next after one. the spinner, after like the Beyblade experience, yeah, you give me a ball and a chain. It's like they they dredge up something from the SNES game, and they're like, "Don't you want to have this?" And it's like, not really, but that's it okay. Again, like they could have opened this up where, like, if you could, if we could suddenly start smashing through more stuff in the world and all that, like, if we could really, like, break more stuff down, we can smash, like, the armor that is set up in the, in this dungeon. Like, mm -hmm. we can knock that stuff down. That's kind of cool. But, a like, false floor it, at if one we point. Could, if we can knock armor off of enemies, maybe. Mm hmm. It's a, it could be yeah. a risk reward item because it is slow and clunky. To be like, hey, if you can if you can get a a shot off, it will greatly increase your chances of killing a bad guy. But we saw with the the Dynal flows not too long ago that a spin attack kills them. So mm -hmm. that's not really. Uh... We could also use it to make a metal plate swing around very slowly. <laughs> like, yeah, there's a there's a mechanic where you chuck it at these swings these like metal swings that are like hanging around oh, in different yes. spots and yeah. they'll start swinging back and forth 
and I never feel like I always feel like I got to hit him twice to yeah. really get as much momentum as I need because it missed. doesn't. It is. It's like it doesn't give you enough back and forth momentum to really like hang out on it. Like you have to do it and then you got to make sure you jump on at the right time and jump off at the right time and don't hang around. Or, or if the, you do, you're not going to be able to make it to the or, other side. Or that uh, it takes so long to pull the chain, the ball back to you and put it away to be ready to run. Cause if you just try and run off the, the platform while you're holding your big old ball, it doesn't, it, you can't, you're not going to be able to jump. So you got to put it away in your pocket first and then it's fine. And then you, by that point, you may have missed the your opportunity. It is nice. Uh, early on, we do come across these little like ice pucks that will like <laughs> you have to hit them. You have to hit them while they're like moving fast. So the idea, I, I believe, is you want to hit them once. You got to make them bounce, and when they come back, you hit them again, and that'll I, kill them. I think you just yeah. have to hit them a few times. You okay, maybe. that's how. But maybe. I, there was twice. a couple of them where I hit. I had hit him a few times. It yeah. was like I hit him once. Yeah, after they slowed back down, they just like got their health back. You oh. may have something there. I thought maybe I was just, <clears throat> I just wore him down. But you may be but onto something. You can just chug your ball and chain at him. Just yes. smash him. That's what mm-hmm. nice. I like I like throwing my ball and chain at like a group of them. I love that. And just it's, and wiping them out. It was very enjoyable. Or or just waiting for them to come up to me and while I sit there and hold it and I don't throw it and it's just swinging around my head. And, uh, uh, also, I want to mention, we didn't really bring it up before, with the cannonballs, uh, there is a place that we put the cannonballs in a cannon where you got to drop them in there, then drop a bomb, and it'll blast it mm-hmm. like across the room. Yeah. So that was an earlier mechanic. Now that we have the ball and chain, we can just do that whenever. I didn't. I don't like that mechanic. I just. I just didn't think it was that interesting. Moving the cannon around, I thought, way too long. Mm-hmm. And you just didn't do it enough for it to, like, make sense or, like, be a staple of that dungeon. Well, I didn't like the binary wall pushing thing from from last week where it was just like, you know, it's on or it's off. And all right, cool. Thanks. Thanks, game. Great. But we had to do the cannonball one more time after we had our ball and chain. True. Sure. Yeah, there... We had to bring it through a, a series of rooms and yes. shoot it into a different room as well mm-hmm. yes. to get it to there, the right cannon. Mm-hmm. There are these ice demons that blow icy wind at you. That like straight up, there there were a couple moments where I I felt like I was in Demon Souls, <laughs> where I felt like I felt like I was in like Dark Souls. <laughs> these things Just were like like really a couple polygonal. of the rooms combined with that. These things were like really polygonal in uh, in Ocarina and the Ice Cavern um, that did that, but those moved around and like and and chased you. Well, sort of chased you down. They were really slow, but mm-hmm. the ones in this one are like, yeah, demons. They're 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 gnarly looking. Hmm. I just but yeah, then eventually we get. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You can do that like twice, and then they turn into little guys. Yes. And there's a part where they're like in a cage where right. you're like, oh, okay, I don't have to do anything else. But I'm just gonna go ahead and smash all these guys anyway. <laughs> right, right. I did a, uh, I got all but one, and then there was I put my ball and chain away, and was like, "Well, how am I gonna get you?" And then the mortal draw option popped up, <laughs> and I missed it. But I was like, "Oh, I love the idea." I've done, I did it to a keys at one point. I love the idea of using my mortal draw on the tiniest of insignificant enemies. <laughs> 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 yes. Uh, there is a part near the end that we walk into this like church 
area or yeah. like a cathedral area. And there's a bunch of the ice guys, but they are hanging on the ceiling. Uh-huh. And if you time it right, you can actually smash them before they hit the ground. Oh, really? But you got to like, you got to be walking slow and you got to be real deliberate about like where you're aiming. Otherwise, they'll just drop down. So I didn't realize that those are going to be enemies. And at first I was like, okay, I, I have to knock the icicles off the ceiling uh, and it wouldn't let me do it. Oh, so okay. it's like, all right, I'll just walk around and then I'm surrounded by ice guys with spears. Mm-hmm. And I went ahead and just smashed all the pews just just for the heck of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I did too, but I thought wrong. I might get something out of it if I smashed all the pews. I'm like, is there something hidden in all these pews? And then yeah. I got to thinking, why is there a cathedral chapel thing in this mansion? Like, what kind? Of, who is living? The military here? loves God, you know. Like, yeah. This is clearly it was. Uh, you know, a lot was going on here. It looked like a mansion, but it was like Brian said, more like a garrison, where True. there were like people. There were there were soldiers living in here, and you know, I don't know what they were fighting. I don't know what they were prepping for. Again, we don't get any backstory on no. this stuff other than the sky chickens. Like that is like the history that we get. We get the Triforce, we get the Twilight mirrors, and we get the sky chickens. <laughs> uh, but we don't really know about the actual like history of this land beyond that. Yeah, um, I, I I do like that that much like last week, this is a, a decrepit, uh, you know, abandoned monument basically, mm-hmm. or not monument, but you know, uh, it, it had a purpose at one point. We're we were told about the the purpose of the last building, not really so much this building, but it's fallen into disrepair, and I and I like I kind I like that that that's going for you know going forward. Which is fine. Like, we don't need all of that stuff just, like, read to us. Because, although, I, I mean, Brian, I bet you would have loved if there, we found, like, some books somewhere, right? Just, like, some probably some, some lore books hidden around. BC and I would probably we could skip over it, but... take over the podcast for about five minutes and be like, did you read this part? <laughs> Holy crap, dude. So, we get through all of that. We finally get the key. And this isn't, this isn't the BK. This isn't the big key. This is It the, is the BK. Uh, but it's like different. It's the bedroom uh, key. Yeah, the, it is. It's the BK. Okay. All right. Fair. Yeah. Um, it's the bedroom. I was so key. excited. And when it's it was shaped in a still heart. BK. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And She's like, so, I gotta show you something in the bedroom. I'm like, as soon as we go back to the main area, uh, Yetta is her name. So it's Yeti and Yetta. Uh, she's just waiting for us, and she says like, oh. I'll uh, I'll take you up there. BC, you're gonna say something. I, I think it's Yeto, isn't it Yeto and Yeto? Oh, it is. Oh, it, it might be. Yeto. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, yeah, Yeto and Yeta. They're Yetis, but it's Yeto and Yeta. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and um, yeah, we had already made the suit better, and which apparently was what she needed to feel better. Yeah, we mm-hmm. put pumpkin I don't know if... and gouda cheese in it. Yeah. From Ordona. Or from, from Ordona. our hometown. Right. Yeah. I like how he's like, where did you get that pumpkin? And I was like, from a thing in your house. Right. Like, it was over <laughs> there. Look? It was over by I the slidey block I haven't been in the pantry thing. in years. <laughs> yeah. It was behind the slidey block thing, which I do want to, I also like the slidey block thing in this one because it was one slidey block puzzle. But the second time through, you have to take that same puzzle and add a, a new block to it. So you're right. still dealing with the same puzzle, just more. I, yeah. I like that twist on it. At least there was only basically two puzzles in this area but so she goes 
And she says like, okay, well, I'll I'll open the door for you uh, or I'll help you in the room. Uh, Like, follow me. But then, yeah, she (laughs) says, follow me. And did anyone else hang out with her? No. No, I ran up there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I just like went up there like, you're walking too slow. I'm like, I thought you were feeling better after your soup, woman. Yeah. Kicked the door down. I I got the covers ready. Like, you know, I got things set up. So we get into the bedroom and she shows us the mirror and then she's talking about how pretty the mirror is and how nice it is. And oh my God, she's turning evil. She has two teeth. They're two cute teeth. And now she has more teeth. Ah. She's like a shark. Uh, This is Twilight Ice Mass Blizzetta. Sure it is. Yeah. It's a giant chunk of ice that's going to bounce around and take you like 30 seconds if you know what you're doing. This was the most unchallenging boss I've ever. <laughs> I beat the first phase of this boss with my nose. <laughs> I, th- I think the weirdest thing is like I noticed or at least I didn't find like a fairy fountain before this. Like like any like a boss fountain before this with like hearts and everything. But in the first form, every time they fire or every time she fires out the spinning ice chunks or the radial ice chunks, they all turn into hearts. Mm-hmm. Like, you can immediately heal up completely. Oh, yeah. I know. Like, it's all hearts. And, like, and then if you... And then in the second one, if you hit her, she gives you a heart. She's just like, oh, I'm yeah? evil and I'm so in love with, you know, the mirror and you can't touch the precious... The precious yeah. mirror. They just have, yeah, it has a lot of but that going on. But here's some hearts. <laughs> so, okay, f- first phase, it's just this giant round hunk of ice. It's like the, literally just bounces around. It's like the tiny little guys, but a big version of that. Oh, and all you have sort to do of walks is, towards you. All you have to do is just hit it like three times with your ball and chain. Yeah. And then that's it. Then phase two is she summons these ice spikes around her and it does the giant tarantula thing from uh, Wind Waker at the end with Ganon where you really, it, the camera changes and looks towards the ground and you're supposed to look at the reflection and it's, it, it changes it a little bit where the spike things will drop down first and you need to smash those because they will trap you the second time and you have to make sure you give yourself a pathway to roll out of there when she comes <laughs> smashing down. Right, and then you can hit her. Mm, yeah. Do that and three times, sort you're of done. That barinade in that way, where you, you got to clear a couple of the the jellies out of the way, so that you can get your your boomerang in between to to hurt the boss. Sure. So we do that. We beat her, um, and we do we do get this. Cute <laughs> we beat scene. the crap out of that lady. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's really awkward, and the game spends like the next thirty minutes apologizing, like, "Oh, don't worry." We know you might feel bad about that. Um, it's okay. It was part of the narrative. Just don't don't worry. They send you a letter. They're like, "Hey, mm-hmm. thanks. Yeah. yeah, sorry about that. It was really so, weird." Uh, Yeto comes running in, and he's just like, "Oh, are you okay?" And she's and she was like, uh, "The mirror did this to me." He's like, "Don't worry about the mirror. We don't need the mirror anymore. We just have our love." And then hearts just start shooting out of him it's like a geyser. Adorable. Right, it is adorable. And we get a new heart container. My eyes have... are the only mirror you'll ever need. 
Look into my eyes. <laughs> they were so cute. I, I loved love their love. And then, like, and if you went up and talked to them, they just sprout. They're like, oh, love, love, love. And then they sprouted out another heart and stuff. Can I are just they, make a are, quick note here that the bedroom is definitely not in ruins. It is, like, pristine. It looks like it's... It it's like... They have their priorities. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the windows now. But the, the kitchen and the bedroom. That's all they're worried about. <laughs> right, right. Th- that must be what happened to the rest of the, uh, of yeah, all the ruins is that like he, he tore things down to fix the bedroom up. Right. That bedroom was nice. He reclaimed wood from the house itself. But before, but before he, before he runs in, Minna is like, oh, like, you need to, let, like, let's leave before, you know, you know, Yeti comes in and stuff, you know, because we gotta, we gotta go. She, we she need to leave. She grabs the mirror and like, let's go. I thought it was going to be a second boss fight. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. And so, been, that, I, I would have almost preferred that. Yeah, right. But, uh, so, yeah. So we've got our mirror piece and uh, we're going to go get kicked back out and do some more exploring. Before we do that, we're going to take a quick break. And we'll be back to talk about more of Twilight Princess. It is that time yet again to talk about our Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash chat of the wild, you can support us for as little as a dollar a month. One of the cool things that you get if you do that is a little shout out. And that's what we got for this month. Thanks to Miss Dino. Woo! Hi, Miss Dino. Whenever you do subscribe, uh, we send you a little survey to fill out, and then we'll talk about it on here, just like Miss Dino did. Uh, when asked what their favorite Zelda game is and why, they said, as trite as it is, Ocarina of Time. <laughs> it was my first, played it so many times. It was yeah. what sucked me, sucked me in and kept me. Majora's Mask is a special second. I will admit that Twilight Princess is probably a better game, but Ocarina has my heart. Ah, I don't know. I was thinking, I was thinking maybe at the beginning of this, I was like, maybe I'm going to like this more than I liked Majora when I played through it. And and now I'm thinking I'm going to need to play Majora again. I mean, I will say on, on this episode that's probably going up, I'm probably super high on Twilight Princess still. Yeah. And, at this point, I'm kind of weaning out of it. A little bit. <laughs> it wasn't my first Zelda, but it was the first one that I like beat and smashed into the ground ocarina and played it over and over and over and over. So yeah, yeah, I, I'm with you on that. Their favorite Zelda item. <laughs> they say, it's boring, but I love the bow. You don't have to, you don't have to preface yeah. this, this stuff. It's fine. You, what do you like? And we talk about it. Because here's the thing. Last week, we were talking about the bow too. Bow's fantastic. I love the um, bow. Well, maybe uh, not it. last week. Whenever the last. I love it when it was. comes with fire arrows and ice arrows and light arrows, which we don't get in this game. Uh, do it comes with bomb arrows though for the first time, which is pretty great. And you you, you just get them that you, you you don't have to like pick up bomb arrow somewhere. You can just put your bombs on the arrows, so that's great. Uh, Miss Dino says, "I love bows. It is just so epic." <laughs> I don't know if I was in love before Legend of Zelda, but anytime I make a character, Dungeons and Dragons, WoW, Diablo, etc., I have a bow. I would say that Hookshot Claw Shot is a close second. Yeah. 
And like Jeremy and I, we, you, we, we've talked about how, like, when you play a game like Skyrim or whatever, like, I've never played Skyrim, but like, when I play those style games, I am like, I'm going to be this kind of guy. And I always end up falling into, I'm just a long range, sneaky archer guy. Right. I try to start as a mage. And yeah. And I'm like, oh, I just have magic bows now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, no, I totally get that. I'm. I'm the I'm the bow I'll be a bow and arrow guy if if I can crossbow if I'm a halfling or something. <laughs> uh, for their va- for their favorite Zelda like they say it has to be Okami. It was the most successful Zelda like, and it was able to recreate the feel and play well. Uh, looking at you, Oceanhorn. Uh, it's funny <laughs> we may actually be playing that game pretty soon. Plus, you get to be a wolf, insanely beautiful and fun. I absolutely agree. I love Okami so, so much. It is a long game. I remember when that game first came out, I couldn't finish it because of how long it was. Then they brought it to, I think it was Wii, uh, and I just made it a point where I'm like, I'm going to play all the way through this game. I did. It goes places. It's fantastic. I love it. I can't wait to play that game because I've never given it a shot. I just, I never got it, so... I do want to put, uh, Miss Dino did say, P.S., you don't have to read this, but Miss Dino, I'm going to read it. It's okay. You can message us other ways if you don't want us to read it on the show. <laughs> you paid for us to read it on the show. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, this game series is very important to me. Uh, I feel it is what really tipped me over to an identifiable gamer rather than just a casual. I mean, everyone is a gamer these days, but it was a tad rare, quote unquote, back in the days. Also engraved in my wedding ring is it's dangerous to go alone on Aww. the inside and the Triforce crest and the Triforce and crest outside. Oh, always, always keep up the good work. And I look forward to your weekly episodes. Miss Dino, I did want to mention this because for me, Ocarina of Time is the game that brought me to where I am right now with all of this. Before, I only ever played like sports games and I don't even play sports <laughs> games anymore. Like I used to only play like games competitively with people. You ridicule then, them now. And, and a, a friend of mine in middle school was telling me, he was just like, you have to play this game. And he let me borrow Ocarina of Time. And I was like, okay, fine, I'll check it out. And it just, it changed my life. I got obsessed with it. I even ran into that guy years later when they did the the Zelda concert symphony thing. I was in the bathroom walking out and there he was <laughs> and I saw him there and I told him, I was just like, I just have to thank you. Like I wouldn't <laughs> be here right now. If you didn't give me that, that cartridge, he jokingly said, I'm sorry, um, <laughs> but it really changed, changed my life and who I am. And it really made me appreciate video games in a completely different way. I, I think the most important thing he did was tell you to, uh, just put the game shark aside, Jeremy. Yes, Just put the game that shark too. aside. I've, I've told that story because <laughs> I did play Ocarina Time at first with a game shark. I rented it, had a game shark at the time, broke the game, thought it was dumb. I, here's, here's the thing: I remember thinking it was really cool at first, and then I couldn't figure it out. And it was like the same story for like Quest sixty four or something like that. Where, it, but without breaking Quest sixty four, it's just an impossible game to play already. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I I, uh, I saw it at a uh, Ocarina at a, a Toys R Us kiosk, and I played it for a while, and I was like, "This is cool." I remember liking Zelda on NES, and then uh, there was no jump button, so I was like, "Well, I don't want to play this anymore. I, I like Mario games. I need to jump." 
And then I think my aunt got it for Christmas, and I watched her play it, and I was like, okay, I kind of want to play this again. And, and it took about 10 hours for me to be like, this is all I ever want to do for the rest of my life is play, like, <laughs> this game, and then m- more games. But yeah. <laughs> oh, I have found an identity. <laughs> I was already going to be, like, a, a complete, like, you know, Mario idiot for the rest of my life. But, like, oh, man, the, the feelings that Ocarina, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, very important to me. Thank you so much, Ms. Dino, for that. Uh, the, we really do appreciate those 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 heartfelt comments. They do mean a lot to us. Same for in the reviews. If you go on to iTunes or whatever podcast player you have, if it has reviews, we do read them uh, whenever we can. We really appreciate the things you have to say on there. Um, again, patreon.com slash shadow of the wild. A dollar or more. We've got a bunch of goals on there. Just check it out. There's a, there's a Discord where we do things on there. Uh, Brian does streams. Mm-hmm. Where can they find that? Yeah, uh, uh, every Wednesday night is Zelda night. Uh, that's where you'll see me playing the game that we're currently working on. Uh, so that's Wednesday night uh, at 6 p.m. Uh, so yeah, come check that out. I stream on other days too. Uh, play games with the community. Try and play Mario games on Fridays. But uh, Wednesday night is Zelda night. So same day the podcast drops is the day I play on twitch.tv slash Luigi's underscore apartment. Uh, just wanted to say two more things about the Patreon. Uh, there are still currently two polls going on right now. Uh, we have the poll for picking what our next Gaiden game is. So if you go on there, you join up, you can vote for it. Uh, we've listed off the games on there. Go check it out. Vote for what game you want us to, to play next. There's also another poll for picking our, our game club episode, which is which we are calling... Side quest, where we will do a monthly episode uh, where we're going to pick a game at the start of the month and then we're going to play through it. At the end of the month, we'll be recording an episode. It'll go up. It's going to be exclusive to patrons. They'll also have access uh, to talking with us as we're playing through it on our Discord and things like that. It's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of fun. Uh, the games that we have currently up on there are Anthem, Remnant from the Ashes, <laughs> Mr. Turnip Commits Tax Evasion. Bloodborne and Risk of Rain 2. If any of those games sound like something that you'd want to play along with us or want to hear us talk about, just go on to patreon.com slash chat of the wild. There's only a few days left to vote on there. Dollar or more a month. Get you on there. You can cast your vote. You can pick what game we're going to play and play along with us. It'll be a lot of fun. If you think it sounds weird that Anthem's on that list, uh, <laughs> it's real Plain cheap Brian. right now. And we are all like, <laughs> We should totally play Anthem together. Like when we all just had it. When, yeah, we, we've all got it. It's so cheap, you know. So, uh, yeah, listen to us tear that game apart, or tell us you we love it, or something. If you pick that, or one of the other games. That's it, though. Let's go ahead and kick it over to some other great greenlit podcast shows. <laughs> and we're back, folks, with another episode of Nasty Labs. Nasty Labs. It's a show hosted by me, Kinsey Burke, and my dumbass friend, Mark. Nasty Labs. This twice-monthly show about game development, Japan life, being nice to people, and hey, maybe a few other things. Nasty, Nasty Labs, Labs is a product of Chuhai Labs Brand Incorporated, and now available for three easy payments of four twenty sixty nine, Only on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Steve. And I'm JP. And we host a little podcast called Whatever, Whatever Nerd. Nerd. A bi-weekly nerd culture podcast where we talk about subjects such as games, comics, movies, voice acting, and did I mention games? 
You did. Join us every other Tuesday at whatevernerd.com. Or wherever you get your podcasts. So, we're back out. Uh, I had made a claim in the last episode about how annoying the snowboarding was. And then I went back to back and just aced it. So, it was actually pretty easy. (laughs) You don't get anything for it, though. Well, no. You have to do it one time against Yeto, and then you do another one against Yeto after you beat him. Oh, okay. She's she's the snowboarder. Oh. Well, she she's she does more like almost like bobsledding, like single person blood bobsledding. Oh, well, that's easy. Um, but she's a lot faster, and I actually I actually screwed up, and ended up like falling off of my little sled thing. Still ended up catching up to her, just barely beat her, and I was like, okay, good. I don't have to do it any, ever again. Cool. Give me the heart heart piece, and I'm out of here. All right. All right. Other than that, I mean, we can go get a couple more heart pieces here and there with the ball and chain. We can smash through a wall somewhere, and there's a big block puzzle thing there if you want to do that. for oh. heart piece. Again, oh. just a heart piece. All we're really going to get is heart pieces here. I've got a second row now, so I'm I'm getting to the Ooh. point where I'm like, do I care anymore? Do I? Do I? <clears throat> I don't. I just don't feel like I'm going to need it. You know, um, I, I, I even when it's been tough. I still get through it in the mm-hmm. end. Yeah. I uh, I collected a bunch of more pose. There is a ton of pose in this area. Like there's one right outside the manor, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. there's a bunch at the top like, of that little hill. Yeah, and then there's a bunch like in Snow Peak, like like on the actual mountain. And mm-hmm. so I collected a bunch of those, and yeah, I did. I turned my pose in finally. Got that fourth bottle too. with the various cool. tears. Uh, I did get a new move. The it's like the uh, jumping strike. Oh yeah, where you like it's almost like an an AOE attack. Yeah, so you yeah. charge it up like a spin attack, but then he'll jump forward. But it'll do like yeah, it'll do like an area rather than just like a single straight ahead mm-hmm. thing. I feel like it just takes too much work. Like the 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 mortal blow should have been like the last move you get, honestly. Yeah. Well, f- second to last because I know what the last one is, and I think that's a good one to have. Still. I forget the last as, one. As so. Cool. I don't do, want to spoil it for anyone. Do we do that I, over the course of the story though? Right. We find that spot where it is. I think the last one. Yes. We still okay. have not. There's an area that we can't get to yet that the last stone is at. I'm pretty sure you can ride the. Ride the skateboard over it or something. I think there's a skateboard track somewhere in there. I don't know. There's some weird ones. You can go, so you can use the spinner and go to some spots that just take you to random places, but it's just, the end result is either just going to be rupees, heart piece, or a stamp. Mm. Um, there's not, like, I wish there was, th- this is where I got to the point where I was like, man, I really wish there were, like, some special fairies in here that give me, like, sword upgrades or, like, health upgrades like double my hearts or something because we're really outside of the next two like items that we're going to get in the dungeons there's not really anything else except if we go into hyrule castle town now the shop that was in there if you helped mallow out is now the new mallow mart did anyone want to go in there mm-hmm. i need to contribute more money Okay. Yeah, I, I think I need to do some more stuff for Mal. All right. Well, we can wait till next week till we talk about that nightmare of a place. <laughs> the music's so nice. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah, if you go back, just just do that. It's funny. I th- I think the concept of what happens there if you go in there beforehand and then go in there now, I think it's hilarious. Um, go ahead and do that so I can bring it up in the next episode. Okay. I I fear Malo for all new reasons through this playthrough now. <laughs> Malo keeps me warm at night. <laughs> he is the energy running through my blood. <laughs> He is the beginning and the end. That is, he's what he, Mala was being worshipped in that cathedral we found in the Snow Peak ruins. Mm-hmm. Should have looked up and see a just a painting of a thousand year old baby. It was they they were there to hide from Malo. Yeah, he showed up. That's what they were arming themselves against. <laughs> Y'all are killing me. That's what I want to see. Like, I've never heard, like, people don't talk about Milo, but I think it's just such an interesting character. Like, compared to so many other, like, Milo deserves the tingle treatment, mm-hmm. right? Like, of getting all of these random, like, spinoff things and representation and different versions and different games and stuff like that. Just the personality of just making this weird, it looks like a baby, but it has a personality of an adult, like, and, like, a sociopath so like <clears throat> it's it's like great i love it I love the, it so much the one thing that gets brought up all the time is is malamart and Mala's not even there there's just nope just stickers and, and you know posters of malo all over the place mm-hmm. yep so what we really need to do uh for the story is well you know you go back to um the bar and they basically, you're, okay, who's tagging in this time mm-hmm. of where we're going to go? You're alive. Th- you survived yeah. the mountain. And they don't, the thing is, I just wish they reacted more, right? Yeah, they the don't really is, say They anything. were just like, yeah, they were, the, the whole time they're just like, oh, it's been impossible. We can't do it. And you show up and be like, done. And they're just like, okay, so the next thing, you're like, really? That's all I'm getting? No, they say, like, they say so. the, the last guy was like, dude, wow, you, I didn't expect you to come back. And then she was like, how did you survive in the mountains like that? Like, turn into a dog, you know, warm dog. Well, I guess when, you, when they know you're mute, they don't ask you a lot of questions, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're mute. Our girlfriend has amnesia. You know, it's a whole thing. Right. Right. We're living our they best don't want to get. <laughs> they don't want to get into it. They got their yeah. own stuff going on. They yeah. don't want to deal with when it. When she remembers things, she can start talking for us again. Uh, so we got to go find Russell. And Russell is just hanging back <laughs> in our hometown, basically. Uh, he's in He's in front of the... He, he's at the Sacred Grove, where the first dungeon was and all of that stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, where we originally went through as a wolf, where we hopped around and made it into where we got the Master Sword and all that stuff. Uh, when we get there and talk to him, he it it was so weird to me because I'm like, I know how to get to this place. Why do I even need to bother with this? And it, it made they, me think they, that we didn't that we had to go somewhere else. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And we do we go at we go to the same place but in a different path. Yeah. And I don't know why. There's not really a reason for it's it. Retread. But, padding. 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 But. But, 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 uh, Russell has a special friend that's going to help us get along there, yeah. which I did like. They were just, we got a, this first person view of this creature coming run, running up to us, and it's the magic golden chicken. <laughs> Pretty great. Did anyone talk to it in wolf form? Yes. <gasps> no, I didn't even think about no. it. No. I 
did I have to? No, I failed life now. Yeah. He was like... I'm not going to play 30 hours to get back here to talk to that chicken now. <laughs> he was... 30 hours? Yeah, I, I mean, that's like, what my thing says. Yeah, I'm at 29, I think. Really? I'm at like 13. I really, really? don't know how long. Really? I'm going to have to look at it now. I mean, I've I blame never the played we- this game before. Yeah, he's never played the game before. I blame the Wheel of Doom, but, you know, that's mm, just me. True. Um, so what he the says, say, Jess? he says something to the effect of, he's like, he's like, I am not for you. I'm a golden cuckoo or something like that. Like, what What oh. did he say exactly? He's, he's basically just like, I'm here for one thing and it has nothing to do with you. Yes. Move along. <laughs> and it's really just, he's like, he knows that, like, I was brought here to help some human kid mm-hmm. fly around. And he's not around right now. He was standing right there, but now you're there. I don't know how that works because I'm a chicken and I can't think for very long. <laughs> but I do know I'm not working with you, wolf boy. Yeah. We should, we should introduce him to the king chicken in town and just blow that chicken's mind. Right, right. And That's what like, I was thinking. I, I thought I was special, but I'm not, clearly. Clearly, I'm not golden. And then Russell was all afraid. He's like, ooh! Yeah. (laughs) So we literally fly through the exact same area that we jumped through as a wolf. Mm -hmm. But then at the very end, we kind of take a little detour and we have to go through the Lost Woods in a different path. Even because though... Skull Kid shows back up again. Oh, my God. We just repeat the same thing again. Even though it's the like, same rooms. It's the same rooms, but the maybe, la- like maybe near a few the end. More. Well, so I got I did get kind of lost on this one. I because did Because at one point, he he's hidden up in a tree. Yeah. And yeah. you have to pull your bow and arrow out. So you can actually follow uh, his lantern light. Yeah. If you yeah. look around. You'll see it. You'll see you'll see a lantern light that you can go around. I was not a fan of doing this again. Oh no. Um, oh no, I didn't like doing this again at all. I I do like that they they added in the lantern trick so it was you know a little bit different. They mixed it up. Right. But I just hate these things. They do look creepy though and that's kind of cool. Yeah, they are. That's creepy. what I like. I like the design. I, I like the way the move. I like all that stuff. I like the way they just drop up down around you. But I get the idea of just like you're like where is the Skull Kid at? Yeah. Why can I not find him? I have to keep fighting these stupid things over and over again. I get that, but I, I still l- just I like. Yeah, it. I like seeing my I like seeing my friends again, but <laughs> I didn't. I I just don't want to go to their house anymore. Uh-uh. Like we'll meet at the park. So we go through all of that, and then we end up back at the pedestal of the where the Master Sword would sit, mm-hmm. and. I don't know. I already knew what I needed to do. BC, oh. did you know what you needed to do? Um, no. I <laughs> ran back and forth a couple times, uh, and then then I was like, I should probably just stick the sword back. Maybe there's a prompt to stick the sword back into the um, into the pedestal, and that was it. Mm-hmm. It jumps ahead seven years for some reason. <laughs> That's, no, no. When you put the sword back in, you go back in time seven years. That's in the I, other game. This is different. We're in. Uh, okay. Are you sure? I, I was it's like, wait, do we? Uh, I was. I got excited for a second. I was like, wait, do we have to do this dungeon without our sword? Like, 
is there some twist on it? And then like, no, no, you just, you put it in and you immediately take it back out and a door opens. It's like, right. oh, okay, cool. I, I mean, I, I found a bug in here, but I, yeah, I ran around in circles for a while being like, what, what am I missing? What, what, what don't I, what's happening? Right. Yeah. So when we do that, one of the statues that we walk past will disappear and a door opens. And this is where in the last episode, I didn't want to say specifically because I still think this is pretty cool. I don't think they did a good job in terms of the lore in this game. Like there should have been more buildup of what we're about to, of where we're about to go right. to, you know, they should have, um, but no, everyone's just sort of casually being like, yeah, get the mirror piece. Where is it? Oh, it's in the temple of time. <laughs> right. I'm just casual. Like you're just going to travel through, travel through a dimensional warp and go back in time to this ancient temple just do that <laughs> that was a cool reveal super cool reveal it's a very it's very cool the way they do oh, like the spin where you see the door uh you see there's like nothing behind the door and then the door opens and everything's in black and white and it's kind of reminiscent of uh wind waker when you were down there and everything was frozen in time but then we go down there and there's also just the snail hanging out <laughs> right are you you're trapped in this time vortex little snail <laughs> <laughs> let me help you <clears throat> Let me bring you back to Princess Agatha. <laughs> we're having a we're having a party, <laughs> and then we have to do it one more time. We gotta uh, put our sword in another pedestal, and it is, I guess, technically it's the pedestal that we did before, but just in the past. Yeah, right. I guess if you think about it that way. And then we get the the rainbow staircase, but it's not like as colorful, but it's the same kind of thing. It's like yeah. you know, a translucent, magical staircase appears. And then our buddies, the Ukus, just show up and they're like, let's go. <laughs> so this is where we're going to lead off for the next episode. We're going to finish this dungeon and then you're going to get to the entrance of the next dungeon. That's how we're going to be going through this. Okay. So go ahead and do that. Go to Malomart afterwards. Yes. Go see what they're up to over there. Maybe the get a last... new item. Who knows? That's the last thing you have to spend money on at this point. So you might as well. But yeah. go ahead and do that. We'll be back here and talk about it on Chat of the Wild.